ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. Special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Australia, Canada, and Brazil and in the states of Oregon, Illinois, and New York because you keep listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is allow yourself to feel. Robert Frost said the only way around it is through it. When faced with emotional pain, allow yourself to feel the pain, then let it go. Crying releases stress hormones from your body. This makes room for the joy. If you have difficulty feeling your emotions, rent a sad movie to help you connect to your feelings. Last week, a very close friend of mine transitioned to the other side. After the funeral, I noticed an old friend and stopped to say hello. She told me how she hadn't been able to cry since losing her daughter over 20 years ago and her husband shortly after. She couldn't even cry when her beloved sister passed on last year. She said it was just too much for her. I chose not to give advice and just listened empathically. I had been good friends with her daughter, and I hadn't even can't even imagine the pain she has experienced in her life. It left me feeling sad, however, that she has kept so much grief locked up inside of her as if part of her stopped being able to feel and to live fully. A few days later, I was at religious services with the friend, family of my friend who had just transitioned. I was sitting next to a family member who was sharing that she had been snapping at people all day and how terrible she felt about it because that wasn't her usual behavior. She went on to say she didn't know what to do with herself and how to deal with the death of this man who had been such an important part of her life for so many years. She said she kept thinking about it, but she couldn't make any decisions. I suggested that she listen to her heart instead of her head, that this was not a problem that could be solved by thinking. There is no right way to mourn or to go on with life when someone close to you is no longer physically there. Each of us has to feel our way through what is right for us at any given moment. This is something we are not used to doing. We're used to solving problems with our head. This, however, is not a problem to be solved. It's about emotions that need to be felt processed and released. She liked the idea of checking in with her heart to see what she needed as she went through the process of mourning and learning how to live without his presence in the physical realm. Sometimes knowing our past lives can help us heal when a loved one transitions. In fact, I'm certain that my dear friend and I have been together in several lifetimes. The longer he's on the other side, the easier it is for me to remember 
remember those lifetimes. I'm getting glimpses now, and I know with distance I'll get more information. The depth of our relationship was not one that others could understand. They would see us together, and they were certain we were a couple. But we weren't, at least not in this lifetime. We loved each other at a soul level, and in this lifetime, that meant a friendship that was unique to us. We were there for each other through some of the hardest times in each of our lives. When I was with the family the other night, one person shared that my friend had told him I was the most uplifting person he knew, and that just being in my presence helped him. We cherished each other, and now I am continuing that relationship, as I'll share during my silver lining story. Because of the importance of past lives, my next workshop is past life group regression. Past lives are often the source of confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationship special talents, gifts, and knowledge, fears and phobias, health problems, and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when the source is something we brought into this life from another lifetime. Knowing those past influences can create faster and deeper change. With my process, you'll discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss, and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control. Whether you want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes, heal something in your current life, or gain new self-awareness, empowerment, and peace, the information you're ready to know will emerge. We will meet on November 17th, and looking ahead, my next workshop will be the Om Am Awakening, Balancing the Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present these workshops or another one in your area, like overcoming abuse or creativity as self-expression. You can learn more about the importance of past lives by listening to today's show, to my on-demand shows with Dr. Dave DeSano, Dina Miriam, and Dr. Raymond Moody and Lisa Smart. Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to listen to their shows and to register for my past life regression workshop. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Lynn Robinson, who will talk with us about loving to the end and beyond. After listening to last week's show with Carly Manamore on awakening the lion-hearted spiritual warrior within, Deloria Anderson wrote, I found myself spellbound and drinking in the information that Carly shared in your interview. Honestly, I don't know where the time went. What a revelation. The realization that I haven't dealt with any of the trauma I've experienced in my life and what a slap on my forehead this truth was. Just the acknowledgement of this fact has already helped lift some of the pain that's been festering with the addition of my current traumas. I realized I've been searching for healing in the wrong place, other people instead of myself, and have been continually disappointed that this help from others hasn't diminished the pain. I'm grateful Carly shared her knowledge and experiences which are guiding me to recognize my purpose and of all things on this earth. Carly, 
explained how we must start with our own healing if we want to heal the world. In doing so, we learn to see others with compassion. The chaos we are experiencing now is because we are in a powerful time of transformation from a patriarchal view of the world to a consciousness of compassion. Carly talked with us about the birth of the white lion in Africa and how important this is to the rise of a higher consciousness on earth. The white lions are light bearers. As we awaken to the lion within ourselves, we can pass everything through our hearts and find true leadership in that process. The white lion helps us align with nature and creates balance within the natural world. As we step into our own leadership and speak from our heart, we will stop seeing others as the enemy and see how everything is sacred and with purpose. When Carly and I continued the conversation after the show, I told her how several years ago a lion appeared in the center of one of my paintings. I only noticed it after the painting was completed, but it was very realistic and looked very much like the lion on the cover of her book. I had named the painting The Peaceful Lion. That painting and the name have puzzled me for several years. It was only when we were talking that I realized the connection to Carly's book, The White Lion, and our show. Suddenly it all made sense. She and I were experiencing the same energies of a new kind of leadership, one that comes from love and brings peace. That's the world we are transitioning into. Yes, there's much chaos now because that's the process of change. It's our job to keep the faith and know that a new world is being born. I encourage you to listen to this show by clicking on the episode link on this page for more on White Spirit and animals and the spiritual nature of animals, please listen to our shows on January 18, 2018 with Zohara Hieronymus, White Spirit Animals, Prophets of Change, March 29, 2018 with Carlene Stang, The Wisdom, Compassion, and Souls of Animals, and July 21, 2016 with Tamarack Song, Communicating with Nature. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. And for added value, read my new blog, Accept What Is with Gratitude. Here's an excerpt. It's easy to be grateful when you get something you want. It's harder when adversity strikes or you fall short of your intended goal. How then can you shift your perspective to gratitude? You can do so by expanding your concept of gratitude to include the blessings of knowledge, wisdom, and growth. To read more, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Now it's time for my silver lining story. I have been communicating with friends and relatives who are on the other side since childhood. As a child, it felt natural. When I grew up, I lost that childhood innocence and easy way of believing. It was only when people started coming to me for help in transitioning to the other side that I began my journey back to my childhood innocence. Now I trust the truth of what I'm hearing more and more. When occasional doubt comes in, I look at all of the everyday miracles and synchronicities, and I know what I'm experiencing. Experiencing is real. As I'm writing this, I'm noticing that when I booked today's show, I had no way of knowing that it would coincide with my friend's death. And in case I didn't get the message clearly, three of my shows in the last four weeks have been about near-death experiences and the afterlife. This is not a coincidence. Something beyond our logical understanding is going on here because I gave up trying to plan an order to my shows a long time ago. 
There are too many variables, so I leave it in the hands of the universe to establish the best order and timing for each show. Having all these guests on during this time was a gift that has helped me mourn my friend, better understand our relationship from a higher perspective, and celebrate his being in light, joy, and peace in the heavenly plains. The morning of his funeral, I had a beautiful conversation with him. We shared our love for each other and cleared any negative that negativity that might have been left unfinished. Later in the day, I spoke with my mentor, Dwan, to confirm that we had no unfinished business. As is the case with psychics, it's easier to trust information relating to other people than information about ourselves. He did confirm what I heard and added two pieces of information. He said, there is only love, and now you have another supporter on the other side. Our guest today, Dr. Lynn Robinson, has a PhD as a professor emerita of marketing and a former business consultant. Currently, she's an author, speaker, hospice, and community service volunteer and facilitator for a local affiliate group of IONS, which is the International Association for Near-Death Studies. Her new book is Loving to the End and on. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to read my latest blog and to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce and I will send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Your question for today is, who on the other side would you like to speak to? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Lynn Robinson, who will talk with us about loving to the end and beyond. out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 
346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or Email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down who on the other side you would like to speak to. And I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Lynn Robinson, who's here to talk with us about loving to the end and beyond. Um, Lynn, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm I'm grateful and happy to be here. <laughs> well, good. So that makes two of us. Um, uh, what I'd like is if you would uh, it, uh, give us a little bit of insight, because I'm trying to put together the two pieces of being a professor of marketing and a business consulting consultant, and and now working in the area of um, the dying, near death, and, and afterlife experiences. Talk to us a little bit about that journey and, and how you became you today. <laughs> okay. Um, I, you really can go way back in my life to my being aware of um, I was highly intuitive, I didn't know that terminology as a kid, but I had insights perhaps that others didn't, so school kind of came easy for me in a lot of ways. And then as I was maturing, uh, I realized often with studying that I would get images or knowings or whatever that helped me with study. But at the same time, um, I have just had my 80th birthday, so when I started college, uh, women weren't allowed to do a lot of things, and I made up my mind that I wanted to be able to take care of myself So, as a woman, and that meant going to a college of business, and that wasn't easy to do to get into a really good one. A lot of them were all male. So that sort of guided my path of using my intuition as to how to do that, though I wouldn't have labeled it that at the time. As I matured using my intuition and opening my mind farther and farther and farther, I began realizing that sometimes I would get information from people I realized were no longer in their physical bodies. They had had their last act of living, which is the process of dying, and that's why I like for people to think of that in happy terms and make a party out of it because... It is the, the last act in the physical body, but then you go on to a party in another room or like going on to graduate school or whatever you want to call it. So um, as I became aware of my own intuitive knowings and uh, knowings that came from places other than the physical reality, I just simply opened more and more to that. And... I learned to shut it out also when it was inappropriate or intrusive in what I needed to do while in a physical body. Wow. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's really powerful Um, because, yes, a, a lot of us sort of live in two worlds. I mean, we all live in two worlds, but most of us don't know it, so we're... We're only, you know, based in the physical realm, but to negotiate um, both realms and and to be able to be present in the physical when you need to, and and still though um, processing and tuning into what's the messages that are coming to us from from the spiritual realm is is I think something that takes time and experience to be able to do. Well, perhaps it does. Sometimes I think it takes as much being attentive to what is happening rather than dismissing it. I think a lot of people have their first experiences when they're dreaming 
because when you're dreaming, the brain is operating in a probably a different frequency level. If you're measuring brainwave frequencies, uh, although the brain can be op- different parts of the brains can be can be in different brainwave frequencies simultaneously. So it's whatever's dominant, but. When you're sleeping, it's probably a, a lower level frequent, a, um, a frequency that is not as staccato, so to speak. And, and, and that's when a lot of people have what they think are dreams of their loved ones. When you start doing it when you're wide awake, you realize that I can't see the person. I can't see you while I'm talking to you. We're relying on these telephone lines and however that works. I don't know how it works. I'm, that's not my forte. But but it's allowing us to speak. And I think when you can move from an awareness of having had an experience with a loved one in dreams to just having an aha, thinking about somebody when you're wide awake, like I did earlier this week when I, actually it's Bev in the first chapter, that's not a real name, I had to change all the names, but Bev in the first chapter of Loving to the End and On is, we were in the nursery together and when we were born and and we were very close, and since she's died, I've had some interactions with her, and I had one just this week that caused me to call her daughter, who was named for me, and found out something that was going on up there, and we talked about it. And, you know, a few minutes later, I was like, Lynn, why didn't you get it? The reason that you were able to listen to Bev is because she wanted you to call her daughter and learn about something that was happening with the daughter and a granddaughter and a great-grandchild-to-be and all of that. And so then I texted her and said, you know, I was such a dummy. And at that point, her grandmother came through, my friend's mother, who I adored. She had the best lap of any of the mothers of my friends. And it was just this wonderful awareness and um, ability for us all to sort of celebrate something together, even though... Two of the parties are no longer in their physical bodies, and two of us were. And at some point, it just becomes natural that that happens as we trust it more and more. Um, and 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 so, it sounds like you had these gifts from the beginning. But how do you work with people who? didn't have these gifts or, or aren't aware of their abilities and how um, as as loved ones are dying and, and um, passing on and even afterwards, how do you um, help people to tune in and to uh, um, and, and to communicate with um, the spiritual realm? I think very easily you can simply say send love thoughts now and then wait and see if you get one back. And as I said, for a lot of people that comes most easily in dreams. Sometimes it comes with seeing the favorite flower that you two shared together or hearing a song. All of a sudden on the radio there's the song. Um, Or anything like or discovering a scarf that, you hadn't seen in a long time that was one of that person's favorites or had been a gift to you or whatever, anything like that that would have have um, connected you and being aware and and trying out in your own mind that this was not a coincidence, that it was that person's um, way of trying to get in touch. I mean, I've been in touch with people now off and on for many, many years, and it still happens in all sorts of different ways. I don't know why. I cannot get sometimes just an audible message. Sometimes it has to be an image um, or I have to, as I say, you know, see something that reminds me of that person or, or hear a song. I think it's like we are not yet, well, most of us are not yet capable of tuning in on demand and we're not as aware of the possibilities of being informed. And, and so I have no one formula that fits everybody. And each person needs to become more aware of themselves and their relationships. I would say with someone, if they're, if they're not actually in the active dying process now and are communicating with you, that you talk about maybe what might happen in in loving to the end and on? I talk about my uh, cousin 
who, as she was dying of brain cancer, she was a younger cousin and just adorable, and I said, how am I going to know you're okay? Because she was all right with this discussion. Neither of her siblings are, but she was. And she said, well, you know, just look for the butterflies. And she was buried in a family plot out in the country, so to speak, on some family property. And as the her ceremony was in process, a swarm of yellow butterflies came through. And we had set that up ahead of time. Mm. And and so that's one way that when people are in the dying process, if they are open, that we can have those conversations with them. How can we communicate? Um, like after my sister died, she said, "Electrical. I'll send uh, when I need to talk to you. I'll send you messages through electricity or the electrical systems." Um, and and I also I have uh, her old phone with messages on it. And periodically, out of nowhere, I'm not touching anything. Nothing different is happening the old messages will start playing with her name you know saying hello mrs winter and so on um and and it's like i know okay she's trying to reach me i i think you know and and so do you have those conversations with people to help them to um like you did with your cousin but with other people i know you've worked in hospice and so on Yes, not not. I, I was a. I have been a eleventh um, hour volunteer. We, I mean, and and we're there to be with people whose families can't be there with them. So we are there with the dying person, so that they do not die alone. I've only occasionally had an opportunity to speak to a family member about how to do that, but a lot of family and friends. Um, do ask me, and and I encourage them the same thing that I just said to you. Look for ways. Um, you can talk about it or not. And if the person is beyond speaking, they can still hear. So holding their hand and being there with them, you can suggest to them what you would like to see. It may or may not happen. It may take a long time. One of the stories in my book is about my friend Hugh, who didn't believe in any of this stuff. And um, eight years after he died, he came to me in a dream. And I recognized that it was not, I was not just dreaming, and actually he invited me to go with him to what I call the metaphysical night school. And that's where we, he, we had both delivered for us the very powerful message about the importance of love. And Mm -hmm. so all of that is in the book. So um, you may be able to come to terms with somebody and say, as I did. Oh, well, another friend of mine uh, who died made a deal with a mutual friend that after she died, um, that mutual friend was going to find coins on the ground when she thought about her. And she's done that. And, And that friend of ours has been dead, oh, my goodness, probably six or seven years. And the mutual friend who who made a deal with our dying friend um, still finds coins on the ground. She'll think about her and she'll look down and pick up a penny, a nickel, a dime, occasionally a quarter. And she thinks that's a really big deal. <laughs> you know, that's a powerful message. So um, it's it's the choice of the people. What's meaningful? You know, what would you like to see or hear? And how would you like to do that? Maybe even set up a couple of different options I don't know how the people on the other side are able to, to manifest these things or to speak to you, and they may or may not know quickly. You might have to wait a while. Sometimes there is a, uh, a, a period of learning, I, I guess you would call it, on the other side. Sometimes it occurs when the person takes a long, a long time to die. Um, they are in the process of... Um, they're out of their body a lot and learning things that will be helpful when they make that final exit. I can tell you a story about that if you're interested. Please, go ahead. Okay, well, a friend, um, actually the father of a friend, a very intelligent man and had done a lot in, in the biomedical field, 
and was home with his wife while she was dying. He did most of his work with the office via computer, and during the day, every day, he would read to her, even though she was in coma, and she was dying very slowly. So he was reading to her from the Tibetan Book of the Dead, and she opened her eyes for the first time in days, sat up and said to him, I want to tell you about that. Um, and he, was, he had gotten to the part in the Tibetan Book of the Dead about the bardo, and she said, I want to tell you about that. That's where I am. And she talked to him about that for a few more minutes. She closed her eyes. She lay back down, and um, though she lived for some days longer, she never opened her eyes again or spoke again. Mm. How and beautiful. And, of course, the bardo in the Tibetan Book of the Dead is a place in between. And, and and how beautiful that she, and, and we wonder sometimes if people in comas really do hear, and she really did hear, you know, that's another proof of, of that, that we are able to communicate um, when, when we think communication, our logical mind tells us that communication is not possible, and yet, in, in fact, it is possible um, through, as you say, through, through so many um, sources, and, and the variety, I think, is what makes it interesting and exciting to kind of figure it all out and discover um, more and more about the spiritual realm and how they do communicate through um, so many methods, from signs to words to songs on the radio, as you say, or running across uh, um, an object that you had forgotten about from a loved one. So, and 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 trusting that those are not um, coincidences, but that they are real. So, I would love um, for us to continue this discussion as uh, after the break. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website drpaulajoyce.com to sign up for my um, email uh, list. You'll receive the information on all our shows, the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, in your paper, write down, how are you going to open yourself up to communicating with someone on the other side? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Lynn Robinson to talk more about loving to the end and beyond. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. 
Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to open yourself up to communicating with someone on the other side. And please remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Michael can help you with this. I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Lynn Robinson talking about loving to the end and beyond. Um, Lynn, the stories that you tell um, make it all so real and, um, oh, that sounded like surreal, make, <laughs> make what you're saying <laughs> feel real and, um, and, and, and they touch me. And the title of your book, Loving to the End and On, I think is so important because your message is really about enhancing the love experience and the feeling of love with um, the people in our lives who are dying and and who have already passed on to the other side. Talk to us more about that, please. Well, that's really, it's funny what popped into my head, the heart of the whole thing, <laughs> <laughs> because, because it is. Um, you know, in your lifetime, you do a lot of important things, and as you and I have both done, you you know have a lot of education, developed a career. But when you boil it all down and you get to the end, it's the love that matters. It's that feeling of importance of one person to another, and how your your souls reach out to one another, expand the beauty of life and life here and wherever else, and you do it together. You um, enhance one another's lives. You make it bigger and more important. You do the things that are nurturing and encouraging for one another, and that's really one of the magnificent things about end of life because there's so much focus on we've got this small amount of time while we're in physical bodies to exchange with one another. And I'm going to say that again, while we're in physical bodies, because there is a difference in how we interact when one is in the physical body or not. And I'll be honest with you, with my loved ones who've passed on, not in their physical bodies, I truly sometimes miss that hug or the kiss or the wink across the room or the ability to touch, though there have been occasions out of body that I've been able to feel that and something even stronger between me and, and a loved one. But it is the physical misses the physical when it's gone. So take advantage of the time at end of life to hold hands with someone. You may think that they're comatose and they don't know you're doing it, and I would venture to say you're wrong. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, read my book. <laughs> and you'll, you'll not only learn some of the research on this, but the personal stories that illustrate how beautifully you do interact and you feel the warmth with another person and how you can take advantage of that. And, 
you know, we think on our birthdays about blowing out candles on birthday cakes and eating eating cake and ice cream. Well, better than that at the end of life is, you know, the hugs and kisses and warmth and holding hands and being there, feeling the other person in your presence and allowing that person to feel you, even if you can't talk to each other. It, it truly can be beautiful if you allow it to be. Uh, yes, and, and it's an opportunity to say things that you might not have been um, able to say or willing to say earlier on, but the the pressure of um, only having a very short time left, I know I felt that with my sister, and we were able to um, heal some serious things that had been too hard to discuss honestly before. And in the dying process, she was willing to really talk about things in an uh, open and honest way that um, had had not been possible before. And, and that was a gift. There was the sadness of it happening um, just before she died, but there was also the gift of it happening before she died. Absolutely. And, and that's a really um, serious and dynamic exchange between the two of you, which is fabulous. But it doesn't have to be just clearing things that you hadn't before. That's important, and it's beautiful, and it's wonderful. It can also be laughing about things that you experience together, or as I have done with some of my friends who are no longer in their physical bodies, laughing about some of the craziness that we did as kids or teenagers and survived them and, and didn't put our you know our parents in the grave because it's something just, you know that a teenager or a kid will do and you don't realize the danger of what you're doing. So you can have those moments too, um, and you can have the thank you moments. And you can also have the moments, as I have with a few of my friends, where I have said, I really am angry with you that, you, that you're going to leave me. I love you anyway, but I just want you to know I wish you were still going to be here. You can you just be honest, you know, and, and, and do it in the tone of voice that is what you're feeling. It doesn't hurt to share feelings. It's helpful, um, and they don't have to be saccharine, you know, just let them be normal and um, express what you have to say. Exactly. You your sister did that. You cleared the air. That's, it's just fabulous. And, and that's an opportunity that some people overlook out of fear or misunderstanding of, of what can or cannot be done. So I applaud you for doing that with your sister. That's wonderful. Um, it, it really was. And I also want to add that your point is well taken. We also, you know, enjoyed the fall colors and the ocean. And and I cooked some of my mother's, you know, our favorite dishes that our mother had cooked. And we relived, you know, the joy of eating those dishes and, 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 um, and bringing back those tastes and smells and, and good feelings. So, yes, you you, it's it's the totality of life. It's not just a piece of it, and the Absolutely. totality of love. Getting back to your title and 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 your purpose, the totality of love. I can't emphasize that that much, that enough. Really, at this stage of my life, looking back, is the love is probably the foremost thing in our lives that we can offer to someone else and accept from someone else. And in so doing, just think about it. With all the tension in the world today, if we forget about the tension and think about loving one another, how much that will soften the environment around us. Just, I don't see a downside of it. Uh, you can love, you, you can, smothering love is not the same as open love. So you have to be open and you have to be aware of what another person can accept or is willing to accept and do it in, in an empathetic way 
where you open your heart and feelings and respond appropriately to what is being offered to you or asked of you as versus figuring out all on your own and just doing it your way. It's a, it's a mutual thing. It's an exchange. It's, a, it's just good stuff. <laughs> it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Well, and and we're we're at the end of this portion of the show, but that was a beautiful way to end it because really, what you're saying is respecting uh, the other person and they you, and not trying to push things beyond um, what's good for for everybody. That not imposing our will because we want this, but what is good for everybody. And in and and to to show the love that way through the compassion and empathy, and and then it can even grow, and we can even heal things after life, um, a, after the physical life ends, as we've talked about. Um, Lynn, thank you so very very much, truly, for the work that you're doing, and for um, being on the show and sharing your knowledge and wisdom and heart with us. Thank you. And I encourage everyone to purchase Lynn's book, Love to the End and On, and also to go to her website, Lynn B as in Boy Robinson.com. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us and recommend us on Facebook, then read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, mediumship, or sponsoring one of my experiential workshops, such as Dissolving Fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, 21 steps for healing the body, discovering hope and silver linings. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Michael, who helps people transition to the other side and also protects communication with the other side, preventing negative energies from interfering. Ask for his help in addition to whoever else you pray to when you want to communicate with someone who has transitioned. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Michael, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me talk to and then state the name of your loved one. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, new information. It's a process, not an event. Trust the information coming to you and know that he is helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Lane Dalfin will talk about interpreting your dreams and November 29 when Doug Vermeer will discuss personal power mastery with us and December 6th when Karen Aberle will talk with us about love's invisible dance. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.